From Sun, its actual appearance is unknown. A scholar who saw what was under its rag was overwhelmed by terror and died from the shock. <laughs> Another scholar got a glimpse of a foot and was hospitalized for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, TCAD Nation? The official nation of To Kill a Deli Bird. That's right. We've been inspired by the Orange Islands, and we are buying an island in the Pacific, which Hell will yeah. be the TCAD official base. It is inside of a volcano, of course, and uh, that is where we are going to live. We are going to replicate Pokemon through some extremely unethical hybrid mutation surgery kind of animal stuff that's really horrible. Come for us, James Bond. Yeah, we're so sick of the Canadian winter that we're just going fully in the other direction and living inside a volcano. Oh, that'd be amazing. Whenever I hear sick of the Canadian winter, it brings me back to this really random memory from my childhood. Did you know that on like the Disney Channel or something like that, they did for a while a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show? Are you aware of this? That sounds vaguely familiar. Okay, so it was a cre- it was sort of like an enemy of the week thing where there was like a creature or something, and then they had to like use science to solve it, like the family or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't even think it was the same actors. I think it was like knockoff people, but I don't remember. But there's this one episode I vividly remember where the bad guy was a Canadian Mountie, and his <laughs> uh, his scheme was he was gonna blow up the moon which would apparently change the tides and turn Canada into a tropical paradise (laughs) that would boost tourism. My memory could have skewed this because this was a really long time ago, but that is what I remember. So I think that's what we'll do. We'll also have uh, missiles in this uh, base, the TCAD base, and we'll- uh, It's not a base without missiles. Oh, exactly. We better introduce ourselves. Hello, this is To Kill a Deli Bird. The Pokemon Rewatch podcast, where we watch the Pokemon anime, discuss it, compare it to literature, have a whole bunch of fun. I know a bit about Pokemon, but I'm Graham. I'm kind of not that deep in the community, but my uh, cousin here and co-host Kellen, he is uh, as deep as a diglet, as we say. How's it going, Kellen? Um, I'm I'm sick and I'm tired. Still sick. Oh, so yeah. do, do I have to get like manic again? Like, no, uh, God, no. Let's get crazy. Last week, I was like, oh, it's just a sore throat. It's nothing. It's fine. Um, No, my throat was like hella inflamed. Oh, boy. So I'm on an antibiotic now, which is great. And it's actually that and the Advil are, are, have numbed the pain greatly. So, But I'm low on energy, so I'm tired. I'm very, very tired. And we're recording this later than normal. I do have to be manic. I do have to offset your uh, fatigue. Do you got any uh, pop culture things you want to update on? Um, okay, well, as I said, I'm sick and I'm tired, and I'm also sick and tired of Big Brother's bullshit. <laughs> right. Behind the curtain, um, I'm, we're recording this literally 10 minutes after the Big Brother 25 finale, because that's what I postponed the recording for. Um, it's his and fault, it was folks. A, Don't feel sorry for him. It was a big goddamn wet blanket. It sucked. The guy who got evicted in week four comes back and wins, and then the creepy dude wins America's Favorite Player because his creepy comments weren't shown on the, on the, the edited TV show. It's awesome. It's really cool. I love it. Wow, it's we fantastic. Need justice. We need justice yep. against really creepy cool. dude. Yeah, and and like competitions throughout the whole season being skewed towards the physical players. Like obviously, this the the older house guests are never going to beat the fucking Olympian in in a physical competition. Like what is that? We need equitable competitions. Come on, show, mm. get it the fuck together. It's been twenty five seasons. Learn your place. <laughs> I feel like you, you should like write one of these shows. <laughs> <laughs> Why put my money where my mouth is? I know what I want. Pretty much. Pretty much. Nah, you got the nah, ideas. Fuck that. 
that's a okay if i have ideas then sure i i just hate the argument of like oh you're not in that you you don't do that job you don't know how hard it is you don't know what no it's like no that. that's like, not where i'm you. coming from i'm actually good, coming good. from the like uh i think you'd, you'd do a good job okay <laughs> yeah yeah because I, I hate that argument because like fuck you i know i'm not a brain surgeon but i know a botched brain surgery when i see one that's a good analogy like, come on um come on do you though <laughs> i i think i would i think if the brain is fucked up and the person is dead because of a botched brain surgery i think i would be able to point that one yeah, out no, so uh, no the one. extreme cases yeah, yeah. there's definitely subtleties though <laughs> yeah either way i'm sick and tired so would you care I'm sick and tired of other the, things uh, would you compare the big brother finale to a botched brain surgery <laughs> partially honestly <laughs> <laughs> or, or was it, like, planned to be botched, like a lobotomy? You think the narcs upstairs just dragged it through the mud? Production doesn't botch anything intentionally. They just make horrible decisions that botch it on themselves. They stab it themselves in the back and then wonder who did it. It's that Eric Andre meme. <laughs> Where they shoot the, the guy. guy. <laughs> like, who could have done this? Oh, no, who could have done this? <laughs> it was me it's all along. Oh, my meme. God. That is a timeless oh. meme. Anyway, that's, that's been my Thursday. Okay. Well, I got a pop culture thing I want to shout out, and this does go, I like that you uh, buried the lead that we are indeed Canadian for first-time listeners. And so, as a Canadian, I think it is my, uh, you know, God-given duty to spread the good word of hockey, or as people outside of Canada call it, ice hockey. (laughs) (laughs) We like to just say hockey because I don't know what the fuck field hockey is. Sorry, Brit. (laughs) I I literally don't. Me neither. So, okay. But uh, what I want to talk about is a brand new manga. Okay, we're an anime podcast, really. And uh, and I, but I actually prefer manga. Okay, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on an anime (gasps) podcast. Sacrilege. I definitely read more manga than I watch anime. I use the Shonen Jump app for keeping up with Shonen Jump stuff. And they recently got a new manga, which has been going for, and I kind of was aware of, it's been going for a few months, I think, by the uh, author of Golden Kamoi, however you say that one. Uh, So his name is uh, Satoru Noda. It's called Dog Shred. Strange name. I don't know what the name means yet, but it's fucking awesome. I've read like maybe four chapters now. They're very good. It is a hockey manga. Okay, which is so tight. I love I love sports manga and anime because <laughs> they can turn something like mundane into like the coolest shit ever. And it's about a figure skater whose mom like pushed him through all the figure skating stuff and supported him and like would plan his routines and his outfits and stuff. She dies in a car accident. Okay, and then he's competing and he has a absolute and he's a like a brilliant figure skater. But then he has a meltdown. And gets and like throws chairs and stuff, so like loses his sponsors, gets kicked out. And after his mom dies and gets kicked out of the league, he's got to move in with his grandpa in Hokkaido, which is like the northern part of Japan where everyone in this small town plays hockey. And he like learns what hockey is, but of course, he skates way differently than everyone because he's like a figure skater. Uh, come on, that's an amazing plot. It's very good so far. I- I'm interested to in see where it's going. He learns what hockey is, and then he learns who he is. Exactly. Exactly. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he learns to shoot a puck, and then he learns how to love himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing. It hasn't gotten there. but a Spoiler alert. But oh it's got all the pieces of like, aww. <laughs> 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 Which works for me. But the art's really good, too. 
So I uh, watch if in a in a few years they announce like an anime of it. Uh, you heard it from me first. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. A positive media coverage and a, a, an overly negative media coverage. We're really covering all the bases today. I think in a lot of times I um, just don't choose to talk about things I don't like. Uh, that's my bread and butter. <laughs> I like to bitch. Well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I like to talk about things I like, but I also like to yell about things I, that I, piss I mean, me I, off. I have media that are uh, not landing with me as well as I would want. <laughs> I started playing Bayonetta 3 recently, and I don't like it as much as 2. <laughs> <gasps> Oh it my has God. some issues. I don't know if that's the common take or not, but um, oh my God. It's not, it's not a hot take. It's a, me- it's a medium Bayonetta. take, though. Some people like it. Yeah. But uh, I, don't, I don't care. Let's, uh, yeah. okay, let's talk about Pokemon. Let's, let's, yeah. uh, we got a bit of a skit here, but I want to kind of tell the folks what's going to happen today. So we are looking at episode 89, The Crystal Onyx, and episode 90, In the Pink. Followed by episode 91 in the stink. Hey, oh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay, so the Good Crystal episodes. Onyx, all, a, a little bit spoiler, we will go through it, but it's all about the search for the mythical Crystal Onyx. Okay, mm-hmm. and I have here, I found from the writers themselves, I found a deleted <laughs> scene. Okay, for what was supposed <laughs> to happen when they first find the Crystal Onyx in his cave. Are you with me, Kellen? I'm with you. Okay, so if you're looking at the sheet I sent you of this deleted mm-hmm. scene, I would like you, if you can, to do the voices of all of the normal Pokemon characters, and I will do the voice of Jones and the narrator. Is that okay? Okay. Yep. All right. So this deleted scene is called Viridiana Jones and the Crystal Onyx. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ash and the gang follow Meryl into the cave. The crystals shining from every side of the cave enchant and delight them. As the rest of the gang looks around, Tracy and Meryl think they see something in the water. Focusing in on the shimmering pond in the middle of the cave, two eyes appear to apparate in and out of existence. Tracy is unable to look away. The cave starts to shake, and the entire gang now is aware of a presence in the water. The shaking builds and builds, and the figure rises out of the water. The mythical crystal onyx is real. Hold it! A gruff voice screams, followed by a whip crack. Can you do a whip crack sound? Oh, thank you. Don't you you poach or steal this thing. It belongs in a museum. A middle-aged man wearing fedora and a leather bomber jacket and holding a whip runs into the cave. Who are you? Ash. No, Ash yells. We don't have time for you. We need to capture the crystal onyx. I'm Viridiana Jones, doctor of archaeology at the Pewter City Museum of Science. And that thing belongs in a museum. I have to get it before Team Rocket does. Team Rocket? Those guys are in their own traps. We got here first. I don't know what you're talking about. For some reason, the Crystal Onyx is just watching this all play out. You're coming with me, Chronix. Can I call you that? Chronix is short <laughs> for Crystal Onyx. I made the name myself. I'm a genius. Let's go, Chronix. On the double. Team Rocket runs into the cave, out of breath. <sighs> hey, double is one of our keywords. And bef- I don't know how to do Jesse's voice. <laughs> And before that is trouble, which we are going to give you. Team Rocket starts the motto. To protect but, the world from what? devastation. And then Jones interrupts. Which? Oh, shut it. I knew the knots. I mean, I knew Team Rocket was <laughs> close behind. Let's go, Chronix. Chronix? That's a good one. Wish I'd have thought of it. 
Oh well, we're gonna make even better puns when we get away with that crystal onyx. Let's put a stop to this. Go, Arbok! Arbok comes out of its ball. <laughs> Jones looks visibly distressed. Snakes? Why'd it have to be snakes? I'm out of here. I'll tell the museum the chronics doesn't exist. See ya. <laughs> Viridiana Jones runs out of the cave. Afraid of Arbok? That's new. No offense, Arbok. I liked his style. I don't know what just happened. Look at this sketch I made. What a cool jacket. Oh boy, remember, we still have a crystal onyx to deal with. Then they all fall over and laugh. End scene. <laughs> Freeze frame. Freeze frame. <laughs> Freeze frame. That's Viridiana Jones, folks. How long have you had the pun Viridiana Jones circling in your head? Oh, I just made it up for this. Weirdly That's enough. That's surprising. The, the, I figured this whole, you would have thought about okay, that this months whole ago. Bit, I, and I know someone's going to call me out on it. was based on two things. It was based on I wanted him to say it belongs in a museum while fighting at Crystal Onyx. <laughs> and it was based on him wanting to say snakes. Why does it have to be snakes when our box <laughs> comes out? That was the only jokes I had. And then I made the whole thing around it. If I can rev- uh, <laughs> reveal my incredible writing secrets. <laughs> the, the trade secrets. How could you? Yeah. So shall we jump into some, some real Pokemon written by the professionals? Uh, yes, I would love to. Love the okay. professionals. Let's jump into episode 89. It is the Crystal Onyx. So we're sailing through the sunny surf, as the narrator puts it, looking for the next adventure when Tracy spots a message in a bottle floating along the ocean. They pick up the message. It says, if you know anything about a Pokemon called the Crystal Onyx, uh, something, I didn't write the last Let half of the Let me know right reason. away. Yeah. And from Marissa on Sunburst Island. Mm-hmm. And Tracy seems to have heard of this thing. An, an onyx, onyx made, made of, of glass, glass crystal. crystal. Yeah. People claim yeah. to have seen it. And uh, funnily enough, Sunburst Island is just up ahead. Convenient. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Landing on Sunburst Island, uh, the gang sees there's lots of glass shops. It's kind of it's kind of the island's thing. Yeah, famous for glass blowing and like all kinds of ceramics. Uh, and not just plates, but like figurines are kind of mm-hmm. big here. So this is this is really the uh, the anime convention mecca of Orange Islands where they get uh, toys of uh, Pokemon. Glass blowing is like the coolest thing, though. Yeah, were you, did you ever? Okay, you like reality TV. Did you ever blown watch away? that competition? Blown away. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I love it. <laughs> I've heard of it. It's awesome. That's you it. Watch, That's all you I watch know. It. It's cool. <laughs> okay. Fun. F- it's hosted by a Big Brother contestant. <laughs> there you go. That's a weird, uh, weird crossover but, there yeah, for me. You get to learn some things about glass blowing. Oh yeah, yeah. You learn a lot. That's it's cool. really neat. And the people that do it are like incredibly talented. They make some insane pieces of art. That's neat. Just out of glass. It's really cool. So. Uh, down the street, there we see we see a grown man yell at a little girl because her shop is shit. <laughs> There's nothing in her shop. She's never gonna make it in this. This world. was so ridiculous. I was <laughs> like, "What the fuck? This is actually what's happening." This this adult is screaming at this little girl. He's like, "He's like, why are you still open? Your shop sucks ass." <laughs> <laughs> and he walks away, and he says one of the single most overused cliche lines. For young people, these kids today stick in their noses where they don't belong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I did like on their way there, we get a funny, uh, a cute Pikachu moment where he's making funny faces yes. in the glass. And yes. Ash is like, don't break it. You'll you'll pay for it. And Pikachu's <laughs> looking scared. <laughs> Pikachu doesn't have money. Yeah. How would Pikachu pay <laughs> yeah. for it? Yeah. Pikachu doesn't carry cash. He'd have to sell out his electric sacks that we yeah. talked about last time. <laughs> 
So this little girl is Marissa. From the note, her brother Mateo makes the glass for the shop, but he he's feeling down. He's not making art right now. And uh, she wants to find the crystal onyx to help him. Mm-hmm. And we go inside and Mateo explains it. Their grandpa was a prolific glass artist, uh, but now he's fucking dead and Mateo sucks at it. Yeah, and it's not even that he sucks at it, but he's like, we're not 100% sure how much of this is uh, him getting the yips, really. Like, he's mm-hmm. he's dealing with the shadow of his grandfather, both probably from the emotional loss and, like, the loss of him creatively in his life. And he's he's got the yips. He, like, doesn't think anything he makes is good enough. His perfectionism is is killing him. And he, and he feels like he needs some kind of push to really get into his own. Yeah, he's a tortured artist, really. Yes, but he, but the, the torturedness isn't going into his art. <laughs> he's blocked. <laughs> yeah, his, like, on a technical skill level, he's very skilled. But he seems to look at his pieces and and not think that they're really worth anything because they're not inspired. They don't have they don't have that inspiration yeah, that he's lacking. They that don't have lacking. a soul or a sparkle. And it's kind of funny because the show takes that part literally, and it, it like it has the grandpa's works like literally sparkle, <laughs> and Mateo's <laughs> don't sparkle, which is kind of funny. And so he he needs inspiration, and that's why he wants. The Crystal Onyx. It inspired his grandpa way back then when his grandpa saw it, and now he wants it to inspire him as well. Are you really not going to take Viridiana Jones's cue up and call him the Chronix? Grandpa claimed to have seen the Chronix. Oh, yeah. No, I forgot about that. My, I'm, <laughs> my brain is miles away right now. Can I, can I poke at your brain? You can certainly try. Yeah, so the show, this is where Mattel really kind of hammers home his point. And that's where he shows him the grandpa's uh, mm-hmm. chronic statue, the crystal chronic statue. And it's Bala. The gang is like blown away, right? Like eyes on the That's floor. the name <laughs> of the show. Blown away. That's the name of the glass blowing show. Oh, oh hey, yo. Ah. And Mateo actually goes on to compete on it and he wins the <laughs> whole season. The crowd goes ah. wild. So the gang is uh, is going to stay and help as they do. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, uh, Team Rocket are, are browsing through the glass shops. Their plan is to pick out what they want now and then come back and pay for it later. <laughs> come back and steal it later. Oh, yeah, pay, not pay for it. You're right, yeah. <laughs> returning later, it's, it, Meowth says, let's avoid the checkout lines by returning later and stealing everything. <laughs> <laughs> Just so And funny. so... Jesse and James find the things that they like. It's like a plate. They're and like making out glasses, with them. And they're, they're like, licking it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meowth yells at them, screams at them for whatever it's reason. Like the they germs. drop it and break it. And they got to pay for it now. And then we get a silly transition that we like never get. It's like a Pikachu coin that like flips over and then we're into the next scene. Oh, yeah. And that's not get... normal, eh? No, we, ne- we never get cheesy transitions like this. I can think of one other time in the, the Doctor episode with the Chansey. Right, right, right. The, the weird thing is, is, it, uh, is I'm surprised that the show doesn't use them more often. Yeah. Because it kind yeah. of fits the tone. <laughs> it does. But that transition goes to Team Rocket's next scene where they are, are chopping wood. They're doing manual labor because yep, they don't they have, have the cash to They have started a new farm in Stardew Valley and they need to yep. clear it up before they can get to the fun <laughs> parts. <laughs> They're playing Minecraft. They're doing yeah, the exactly. first thing. They're punching some trees. Yeah. So uh, they're they're doing that manual labor when they overhear two shopkeepers spill about. You know, I hear that Mateo and some kids are gonna go try to find that crystal onyx. What idiots they are! It's not real. And so Team Rocket hear about that. They're like, "Oh my god! Okay, we gotta find the crystal onyx. We need to capture. <laughs> we need to make money." 
I like Team Rocket's thinking. It's like the rest of the town is like shitting on Mateo for having dreams. And they're like, let's steal his dreams. <laughs> <laughs> they don't join in the judgment. They just, they want to steal it. And so back to the gang. Tracy has his Venonat go-go gadget radar eyes to look for the Onyx. So, so the Venonat like scans the Crystal yes. Onyx statue. Which is yeah. interesting. He's like like a robot, like <laughs> scans it. Yeah, this I thing ha- is versatile. I have the pattern, Tracy. Last time we learned that the Venonat could detect movement. Now mm. it can apparently also detect specific shapes. Yeah, and like how? Is it like bouncing then? It, like it's uh, sonar off of like a satellite in the sky and doing like <laughs> a complete scan of the island? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? So Venonat scans it, at, and they get another one of those silly transitions, again, back-to-back. Venonat has found a little rock formation that looks just like the Onyx. Uh, Tracy's like, how could you let me down? When literally, Tracy, Venonat did exactly what you asked. Oh, yeah, this was a monkey pause kind of thing. This thing looks, he, this, he this formation well. looks exactly you like should, the Onyx. You shut him a fucking <laughs> statue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I just wrote down that Tracy said, Venonat, why do you suck? <laughs> That's kind of what it felt like. I was like, whoa, yeah. harsh, Tracy. So he's going to put Venonat away, and he's going to try one of his other Pokemon, one we have not seen yet. Yeah, I've just it learned. It is Meryl. Whoa. A Gen 2 Pokemon in the, the Orange Island. The Islands. mythical Pikablue before Incredible. Meryl was released mm-hmm. officially. Yes. And then we get we get uh, Ash. Ash uses Dexter on it. Yeah. And I got to say, did you notice the little... The art they used for Meryl in the Pokedex. Uh, what do you think? It was, yeah, probably not. It was this <laughs> shitty little doodle, and I loved it. Oh, really? Oh, that's cute. It was like they had 10 minutes to ship the episode out, and they were like, fuck, we forgot to put Meryl in the Pokedex. For, for first time listeners, Someone draw it Alan paint. tends to remember the visual things, and I remember the, <laughs> <laughs> the written things. <laughs> I don't know. It's just our dynamic. <laughs> if you're watching the video version, you'll see it on screen right now. Oh, I'll have I to watch it. that. On, on Monday, it. when it drops. Oh, <laughs> every, yeah. Monday, every Monday. Every Monday. Yeah. Yeah. So Meryl has some big ears. Real big ears. Meryl can hear the Real Pokemon. Real big ears. As opposed to Venonat. You know what they say it. about Pokemon with big ears? <laughs> they need a big tooth. Yep. Yeah. That's the saying. Yeah. Yeah. Tracy plays an onyx sound for Meryl to, uh, to listen for. Uh, she listens, and off down the beach she goes. Mm-hmm. They're chasing down, they're chasing Meryl. Across the water is where the sound comes from when suddenly, like Moses before them, <laughs> the sea parts. Meryl is actually a biblical figure. Uh, <laughs> since we love making Bible analogies on this podcast, <laughs> we're we are really the veggie tales of R rated <laughs> Pokemon comedy podcasts, aren't we? <laughs> But then this show poo-poo's my my Moses joke yep. by Tracy being like, "Oh, it's like a it's 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 a sand bridge because the tides go low." And like that is so much more boring. <laughs> then Ash's gang are the chosen people of God, <laughs> <laughs> and they need to find the crystal onyx to escape slavery in Egypt. They make this whole thing about how th- this part of the island across the water. They're like, "Oh my God, it's all one island." Yep. Oh, yep. my God. It's like, the what, why does that matter? And then and then Tracy and Ash hold hands because they realize that we are all connected, much like the islands. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. But <laughs> that was kind of the vibe I got. 
And then they fall in a hole. Yeah, of course. The gang is yep. running there, falls in a hole. Team Rocket, motto, it's nothing special. Uh, Misty asks them, why don't you pretend you're a tree and leave? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Misty. Yeah, good one. Good one. Yeah. Why don't you pretend like you're Tom and cruise? <laughs> Heard that one? Um, probably. Okay. <laughs> Team Rocket are, are off to get the Crystal Onyx now. Uh, suddenly, the gang is just out of the hole. We don't see them get out or anything. They're just, they're just out of it the next shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is sand, yeah, so it's probably yeah. pretty they, easy. They've... Uh, they don't give a fuck about the holes anymore, like the, the riders. They're just like, no. well, we haven't fallen in a hole to introduce Team Rocket, but like, look at, look at, I don't know, like, oh, but he doesn't have Pidgeot anymore. Uh, I don't know, like, uh, what do they have to get out? <laughs> Charizard. Yeah. But also it's sand. You could, you could dig your way out. It's, it's Oh, uh, that's true. It, it doesn't yeah. have a lot of structural integrity. No. So in the island, we see the island across the, the shore. We see uh, Team Rocket have gotten trapped now by their own traps that they set for the game. Yeah, yeah. Jesse's in a cage. Uh, Meowth is vined up. He's screaming, get us out. And Misty's like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> James is struggling to not fall in the He's pit. like teetering over a hole, right? Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then Meryl's ears perk up, and she basically looks at the gang and says, yo, the, the fucker's inside. Let's go get that Onyx, baby. Let's uh, go, go get him. In the cave. Meryl dives underwater. Beautiful crystals in this cave. This mm-hmm. is really the mecca of crystals. And this a whole a- island area is known for crystals, but this is like a concentration. And Meryl under the water, her tail like floats on the surface. It's buoyant. So yeah, you that's, keep track that's of one where of Meryl the things is. of the Pokemon, right? Is that it has like a tail that floats. I'm going to assume that that is part of like its dex entries. I should. Yeah, no, it that. was. It was. No, I'm talking like in the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was in the show. Yeah, golden uh, gold. The tip of its tail, which contains oil that is lighter than water, lets it swim without drowning. It contains oil. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, I'm already thinking of it. Meryl salad dressing. <laughs> we just crack those babies open. <laughs> like a fucking egg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. From Crystal, the fur on its body naturally repels water. I didn't. I never thought about Meryl as furry. Well, I guess if it's like a Pikachu like yeah yeah but i didn't either because he since it's like balloonish uh he looks almost rubbery (laughs) yeah that's what you would you would think then but i like meryl meryl's cute very cute yeah yeah, yeah. very cute it was sort of like he was one of these designs that when he was coming out we kind of thought he was gonna be a bigger deal and it really did have to do with like oh it's like the next pikachu but it is gen 2's pikachu yeah, but it's also like like no other Pikachu clone is Pikachu. You know what I mean? Like it never like hit the the high no. points of like Pikachu as like a marketing item or is like a cool character. You know, closest we've gotten is is Mimikyu, which is literally mimicking Pikachu. Yeah, that thing's hilarious. That's the one that's like wearing this like creepy Pikachu like potato sack, right? Yeah, it, yeah. it it's unloved in its oh normal my God. form. Nobody <laughs> likes it. That's so fucked. <laughs> it got depressed and started dressing like Pikachu because it wanted to be like Pikachu, where everybody loves it. That is fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love that in, like, a twisted kind of way. And I believe the, the lore is that nobody has, has seen underneath the sheet and lived to tell, tell the tale. Oh, that's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. No one's lived because the mimic you kills you, or no one's lived because it's so ugly you die. <laughs> From Sun, 
Its actual appearance is unknown. A scholar who saw what was under its rag was overwhelmed by terror and died from the shock. <laughs> Another scholar got a glimpse of a foot and was hospitalized for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> from Moon, a lonely Pokemon, it conceals its terrifying appearance beneath an old rag so it can get closer to people and other Pokemon. Hmm. So it's so ugly, you'll die. Oh, wow. <laughs> And you die instantly. It's not even like a ring treatment where you die seven days later. There are multiple Pokemon where the lore is like, hey, if you look at this thing in the wrong way, you'll you die. You die. (laughs) I'm pretty sure Shedinja's like that too. OP. Couldn't mimic you just like pull up its sack in like battle and then boom, they're dead. Well, yeah, but then no one would love it. Aww. Anyway. All right. <laughs> so they <laughs> go in. They go in. That's the enough cave. about a Pokemon that won't exist for five generations. Tracy sees something in the water, and then this is actually where the uh, uh, Viridiana Jones skit kicked off. And yes. there's a, like a rumbling, and the Chronix bumps out of the water, and Tracy's like, "It's the Chronix!" <laughs> like, yeah, we know. <laughs> what else would it be? <laughs> this giant crystal. It's a crystal onyx. It's literally just an onyx, yep. but made out of crystal. And it can swim. It's like its typing got reversed. Like it's okay this, in water. You asked about regional variants and stuff. Right. When we saw the the oddly patterned thioplume in the uh, the Pokeball Peril, I believe it was. And uh, this Crystal Onyx is is much closer to what we know as a regional variant because it's like it's got some significant differences. Basically. Yeah, and it it seems to be a different type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. as we'll see. Mateo goes at it with a cloister whose water gun does nothing. It just bounces right off of it. And it lives in water, too. Right. So the, the Chronix is out, and Mateo's like, well, now I got to battle it to, to show my worth as a man. <laughs> he doesn't quite say that. but uh, <laughs> So he sends out cloister, right? And, uh, and the idea is that, oh, Onyxes are weak to water, so cloister's water gun will fuck this thing up. But the Chronix is just immune to it. Doesn't do shit. Chronix tackles Cloyster. Cloyster is dead. And then Team Rocket come running in, panting. Right. They got out of their traps, finally. Yeah, they got out of their traps. We don't know. Uh, Missy's like, how'd you escape? And Jesse goes, the writers can't figure it out either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, they run in, and the camera's looking at Jesse and James, and no one's saying anything. And then you hear Meowth go, hey, down here! And the camera pans down to right. Meowth. He's like, off camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Misty asks, uh, how, how did you get three? How did you... Three escape. And uh, James says, that is a secret you'll never find out. Jesse goes, the writers can't figure it out either. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I love it. They got, like, like, they got Looney Tunes magic. I love it because it's like, what the writers are like, you know what? Fuck it. We don't need an excuse. Just say we don't know. And then it, It's the kind of on. joke that is, I actually I think is pretty good, but you can only use once. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like, <laughs> otherwise it's lazy, but like you used it once. Okay. <laughs> It's like in uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail when the when the writer suffers a heart attack and the monster <laughs> dies. Yeah. Or the, the illustrator. The illustrator suffers a heart attack. <laughs> and so uh, Team Rocket fantasize about what they can make with, with the crystal onyx. A crystal necklace. A crystal hot tub. Notably, all of these things <laughs> are, crystal just, hot tub. are just all like like the crystal onyx wrapping its tail around it Jesse's right. neck for a necklace <laughs> or itself for a hot tub they're not actually making anything out of it right uh, but meowth wants a crystal charm for his head mm-hmm. and then james is like why do i get the idea that we're gonna blow this one <laughs> yeah why <laughs> why and so they sick arbok and victory bell on it and guess what happens oh my god victory bell eats james first time gag we've never seen this before nope it's still good 
I love it. It's great. What really sells the joke is when the music cuts. Yeah, totally. That's what so sells it. The music it. does a sharp cut in Victory Bell does that human scream. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it funny. And so it's Pikachu and Staryu's turn. They mm-hmm. uh against Team Rocket. Like the Chronix yes. is just like chilling during this. He's like, Oh, I'll yeah. just watch, I'll see what happens. It's Staryu does a attack or whatever, Pikachu shocks him and then Crystal Onyx the Chronix, I'm sorry. Uh, smacks him, <laughs> smacks him away. Uh, they, they're dead. Flying off. Didn't make it up. I did. <laughs> <laughs> the Crystal Onyx smacks him away. They go flying off again, blasting off again. And uh, we're back to Mateo versus the Chronix. He uh, he's gonna try Charmeleon now. His glass blowing partner. Oh yes, and this is this is pretty cool actually. This kind of lore piece that uh, Charmeleon helps him uh, blow the glass like. Do, do you think all these glass blowers have like a fire Pokemon who's their buddy? Considering that, cool. we're in the Pokemon universe, I would say, yeah, probably. Yeah, it just yeah. makes sense. It makes sense. All right, so it's Charmeleon versus the Crystal Onyx, the Chronix. And uh, Chronix uses Rock Throw. They're Crystal Rocks. <laughs> They're flying. Uh, but Charmeleon's dodging, and he retaliates with a Flamethrower attack, which seems to be heating cr- the Crystal Onyx up, right? So it's getting the, red hot. So he does have a type of. Here. Is he almost yeah, more like so. steel? That that's that's what I was thinking. That's as that's as close as we're gonna get. Like there is no property crystal wise. type, yeah, rat, glass type, nothing like that. But um, I mean, maybe it's one of a kind. Maybe it is a glass type, and it's the only one there is. Oh, mm-hmm. you ever think about that? No, you did not. No, I did not. No, no, you did not. And I will not. I no. refuse to have even heard <laughs> what you said, and it is gone. It's like when a commercial's like. Forget everything you know about mattress softeners. <laughs> You're like, what's a mattress? Ah, <laughs> oh, that reminds me of Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, what a I man. Think, I think I stole that joke. Yeah, tonight. that is a Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> they joke. said, I saw a commercial oh, right. that said, "Forget everything you know about." I don't remember what it was. Duvet yeah. covers. Duvet and man, covers. was it a load off? <laughs> what's a duvet? Oh, thank you for calling <laughs> me out. Sometimes I forget where I pick up jokes. <laughs> That's dangerous. Yes, that's a bitch Hedberg joke. Genius. Oh, that's great. Oh, man. He was so good. I miss the man. Yeah. Great comic. He's like one of the one of the very, very few comics that could just do one-liners for a whole, and make it funny. For a whole set? Yeah. Yeah. So after the flamethrower makes Onyx red hot, Mateo's like, okay, now it's time for an ember, which is just a weaker fire attack, which for some reason. Um, but this is not ember. This is very clearly fire spin, and it was in the Japanese. Right. I did read yeah. that. But also, Fire Spin also kind of sucks. Yeah, tell that to it's the okay. Chronics. It's okay. But uh, I, I, I just, I really hate when the show shows moves like that as like this big ultimate finisher or whatever, mm-hmm. when you use it in the game and it's just like, does, does, does a little damage. That's about it. it. It's fine for the experience of the show, but I do know exactly what you mean. Because like, mm-hmm. there were a lot of times as a kid where you'd watch the show and have like one thing in your head about like what a move is. Uh, and even stuff as simple as like string shot is like that. Like, like doesn't Caterby like fucking like tie up like a I don't remember tie up coughing or some shit. Yeah, but but then in the game it's just like they got a little bit slower <laughs> <laughs> or like agility, which they yeah. use sometimes to like confuse the opponent into, yeah, they, into fainting. There's a hundred Pikachu's. Like what? <laughs> yeah, he's used Goku's KO Ken. And then you use it in the game, and it's just like, it ups speed. And as a child, you don't give a shit about it. Like, Pikachu got marginally faster. Like, okay, whatever. What's going to make me uh, kill this thing as a child? You only care about doing damage. You only care about life and death. Yeah. 
children. So in in the fiery aftermath of of this fire spin, Onyx is red hot on fire. Mateo seemingly on fire, probably <laughs> metaphorically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's looking at the crystal onyx like directly in its eyes. He's seeing his own reflection twice over, three times over. This is a long fucking bit. Yeah, and it's like kind of like an infinite fractal sort of thing. It's just like <laughs> he's like going into the onyx's soul with this like weird repeated kind of cheap animation, and it's like zooming in, zooming in, and it is so like so a, It is like twenty kind of seconds. Thing. Like it takes yeah. like a while. They love they love to use bits for a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they when they need to pad it all slightly. Yeah. And then the Chronix just falls over. He just fucking dies. It's like he got, he repeated so much in this like infinite loop that he couldn't handle it and <laughs> fainted. Reminds me of this story I'm going to tell, and I'm not going to mention the friend, but one of my friends was uh, kind of baked. It's legal here in Canada. Don't worry. <laughs> I mean, I guess it wasn't at the time, but whatever. Oh. Uh, it basically was. So, one of my friends was like pretty baked and he started trying to think about himself thinking. So to do that, <laughs> he created another uh, person outside of his head who was uh, thinking about himself, who could watch himself. <laughs> but then he wanted to inspect that person. So he created another person outside of that person's head to inspect that person. And he started looping and made so many people that he that it just made an infinite loop. And then he threw up everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I remember him sitting there staring at a campfire and then suddenly just puked. And then he told us later that's what he was thinking about. And that's exactly what Mateo just, what just happened. Oh, man. Except Mateo didn't puke all over <laughs> right. the place. Oh, sorry. This is what just happened to the chronics. The chronics oh, yeah, just fainted. Because yeah. he fucking died, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, Ash is like, okay, catch, catch the damn thing. Mateo's not going to do that, though. He has his inspiration. He got it back. He's found the fire inside of him once again. Nice. And uh, Onyx goes, hides back under the water. Yeah, the Chronix gets up and like basically like agrees. He's like, yeah, you yeah. don't need to catch me. You're inspired. You're good. You. <laughs> you got it. All right, I'm heading out. Got it, champ. <laughs> and so back at the shop, Mateo is is back to making glass with Charmeleon. And uh, then the gang head back out. And Ash has been given this really cute little glass Pikachu. It was very adorable. Looks great. So good. And that that is uh, that's the episode. Pretty much. All right. It's so a good what, episode. It, it's a nice episode. I liked it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, you know, it's like a kind of a very concise episode, but uh, mm -hmm. the glass blowing with the fire Pokemon is a fun theme. The Crystal Onyx itself is cool. So yeah, pretty good. Um, so this is like what's known, uh, kind of in the, the TV tropes world again uh, that, that I use for a lot of this research as a cryptids episode. So a cryptid. Is like basically a uh, animal that is uh, kind of mythological. Like it's not exactly confirmed to be real, but people will claim that it's real. So this is like Bigfoot, or like the Loch Ness monster, sort of like a a a, a monster, or like a yeah, some kind of uh, a creature that uh, people will make claims about, but isn't like a confirmed thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and and this is a whole cliche. Uh, in a lot of TV, the cryptid episode where like one character will like claim that they like believe in this thing and others will say, no, you don't. And then sometimes the thing will be actually real, like in this episode, the Crystal Onyx, sometimes it won't actually come true or is left ambiguous, like in uh, the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. So oh. which would also be a cryptid episode. <laughs> <laughs> I got one for you then. Yep. 
Snuffleupagus, Sesame Street. Is Snuffleupagus a cryptid? Well, Big Bird sees Snuffy. No one yeah, else sees yeah. Snuffy. You're right. Big Bird believes in Snuffleupagus. <laughs> <laughs> now, I kind of hate that I'm going to make another drugs joke in this, but I always just thought that Big Bird was high out of his kite. <laughs> like, that he's got this, like, quote-unquote friend, the Snuffleupagus. <laughs> well, eventually everybody sees Snuffy, but oh, not at true. first. For a while, for a while, Big Bird's the only one that sees him because Snuffy like hides away from everybody else. Right. So Snuffleupagus, Crystal Onyx, same, same. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I actually I, I found a, a a book though, a piece of literature too that would would kind of fit all. It's quite different, but it's a uh, The Wendigo by Algernon Blackwood. What a name, Algernon Blackwood. So this is like a 1910, uh, short kind of novella about um. I think they're a hunting party out in the woods, and then they hear this like kind of myth about the Wendigo, which is like kind of like a a spirit uh, in the area, and I, I believe it's like from like Native American lore is at least like the piece that they mm-hmm. show in the the story. But some people like, oh no, that's just a tale. Don't believe in it. Some do. No, you have to protect the woods. And then like they kind of hear like yeah, sounds and stuff, and then uh, eventually uh, it is real. <laughs> It's like mm-hmm. an evil spirit. Like I think what happens is like the one of them gets like separated, but then um, he sees a person that he thinks he knows, but they're like acting strangely, and so like oh, it's not actually that person; it's the Wendigo impersonating them or something. Yeah, creepy stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, shall we write? Yeah, let's do it. So this is the four pork plastic ping pong picture of objective rankings, where we're gonna pull two different uh, categories and rank the episode based on that. Category one, please. First category will be the Pokemon variety. All right. So we got... Um, Onyx. We got Onyx. We got Meryl. Meryl we got... Charmeleon. We got the... Oh, not That's bad. That's pretty much not it. Bad. Yes. I, it, it's nice because, like, Meryl is, like, our new Pokemon, actually. And mm-hmm. then... So, like, it, it's a good Pokemon episode because because uh, you get a new Pokemon with Meryl, but then you also get the Chronic, right? So they're, yeah. like, they're like, well, the Chronix is... An Onyx, so that's not new. So let's also give a Meryl, which is nice. Um, you get Venonat, you get Team Rockets, Pokemon, typical. You get Staryu. So it's not bad. It's not like one of mm-hmm. these ones, though, where... Like a true Pokemon variety episode are these ones where you see, like, a bunch of Pokemon out, like, say, at, like, like uh, Oak's like with, Lab or, yeah, like... Or with at, Drowsy like, last time. Yeah, or, like, Drowsy last time. Yeah. Exactly, where it's, like, a group this of... This is, like, Bulls Pokemon outside of the group. This is, like, five me i'll go the six all right 5.5 pokemon variety category two will be team rocket scheme well they get trapped in their own traps (laughs) and their scheme is to steal a man's dream (laughs) (laughs) the scheme of the dream they barely have a scheme this Mm -hmm. they they get put to work for dropping plates they totally ditch that to go chase a myth yeah they get caught in their own traps they then are written out of them accidentally. They then fight against Staryu and Pikachu and get their asses kicked. And that's it. Yeah, that's uh, weak. It's not that's really like... a scheme. <laughs> no, it's not. It's like, that's like three. Yeah, I was also thinking three. So uh, 5.5 and three, that would be 4.25 mm. for the Crystal For the Chronics. All right, let's move on to episode 90, In the Pink. I thought this was also a pretty solid episode. It's not bad. It's got some nice uh, pieces for sure. It was strange to me because it feels 
kind of repeated, but also like not. Mm-hmm. You know how sometimes like uh, you feel like deja vu for something. I kind of felt like that in in this all the I'm time. Like, I'm like having <laughs> all the time. I'm like haven't we seen <laughs> a, like an island stuck away with like mysterious Pokemon? But we haven't really. Have we? Like, no, no. I just like felt like we had. I mean, <laughs> Island of the Giant Pokemon. Right. Those aren't real Pokemon. But those aren't real Pokemon. And then there's like Mewtwo's lair kind of had the same idea of like the island yeah. uh, with the storm around it. But both are very different. So. And I mean, the Pokemon at Ivy's lab. But I mean, this is kind of like. Yeah, this is kind of like an evolution of that idea. Yeah. Or like an iteration of that idea where they're like, they are trying to hammer home um, the effect of like uh, archipelago life on these Pokemon. Which is uh, pretty cool, honestly. I-, I-, I like that as a touch because I-, I think that's like a real world sort of lesson around evolution that they're kind of um, teaching kids throughout this. Like, uh, y- did you know that in uh, Iceland, like the, the reason why Icelandic she- uh, wool is like uh, something that people really value is because they actually have different sheep there. It's like an evolutionary thing that their wool has different properties to do with like water resistance or something like that. I did not know that. Yeah, and same with they have their horses have like their knees are slightly different, so they handle <laughs> um certain kinds of uh mountain ranges differently or something like that. What kind of type are the the Icelandic regional variants of sheep that they resist water now? <laughs> yes, yeah, so well they crazy. have a they have an innate ability. I mean, and the horses just sound like Skyrim horses. <laughs> Let's scale <laughs> this fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do they um Cling to mountains at 90 degrees? Yeah, exactly. You don't try to scale the mountains with your horses. Are you even playing that game? I don't, actually. I don't use horses. I don't like oh, nice. horses. Nice. Breath of the Wild, like, soured me on horses and games. Because they were too good? or Cause, No, because like they them. fucking suck. <laughs> oh, I like the horses in Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild is my favorite game. The only thing I have problems with in Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, really, are the horses. I don't like the horses. I don't use them. Why? Because they're just not fun to control. Oh, I thought they were. They're like weird nah. ass race cars. They annoying. They're so annoying. Huh. I like I like building motorcycles in Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> Actual the weird ass part. race cars. <laughs> anyway, so episode ninety in the pink. Yeah. We're uh, we're back on the sea as we like to start an Orange mm-hmm. Islands episode. Mm-hmm. Tracy is trying to play with Togepi and he, he kinda questions why Togepi doesn't know any moves. Yeah, he calls Togepi it's weird. Odd. This is weird. Why why no attacks? But it's not due to lack of trying. Yeah, we get this flashback where Misty was trying to teach uh, Togepi to, to headbutt, and then, like, she headbutts the object they're practicing on and, like, gets knocked <laughs> out. Now, Misty, here's the problem with this. You're trying to teach Togepi headbutt, trying to teach it naturally. Togepi in Gen 2 only learns headbutt via TM. So, come on. <laughs> you, need, you need the TM. You need a TM. Wow. You're, it's a lost cause, Misty. Only I'm Togepi sorry. came with a strategy guide. <laughs> Hatches out the egg. Here's an instruction manual <laughs> for extra twenty dollars. <laughs> you can pre-order Togepi with the strategy guide. Yeah, she's trying to get it to headbutt the the post, but Togepi just hugs it. Togepi just wants a friend. It's very cute. Mm-hmm. Love it. Ash makes fun of Misty's training again. Blah blah blah. Yeah, but suddenly they're caught. Trainer, but... They're caught in a whirlpool. Whoa! <gasps> Whoa! Not the move whirlpool. A whirlpool. No. No, and then and not suddenly, the jacuzzi brand whirlpool. <laughs> and then they awake on a beach, mm-hmm. and uh, Tracy deduces they must be on Pinkin Island. It's an island surrounded by whirlpools and with very tall cliff faces that uh, you can't really climb, and so no one really knows what kind of Pokemon 
live on this island. And the whirlpools apparently keep people away all the time, but like they they're perfectly okay. <laughs> like they just like wake up on the beach. They're fine. Mhm. And so like the cliffs are too 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 steep to climb. So Tracy And so climbs. Tracy climbs the cliffs. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. These cliffs are so steep that nobody comes here. <laughs> yeah. He just scales them. If only they had Pidgeot. Right. Hmm. Oh. Interesting. Oh. If only. And so at the top of the cliff, uh, Tracy spots a pink Rhyhorn. That's Ooh. not normal. So it, it's normal. exactly a Rhyhorn, um, which we've seen yeah. before. It's like this like rocky uh, rhino, except he's pink. It's like a bright yep. pink. Yeah. He's also eating pink berries, and that's going to come yes. up. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Yes. hmm. What a coincidence. Yes. <laughs> and so Tracy has to get closer. He knows he's going to go downwind. That'll come back too. And he's gonna sketch it. And according to his measurements and his little spyglass thing, this thing is eight fucking meters long. <laughs> yes, he's taking what? measurements. That's a wrote that down. Wow. <laughs> eight <laughs> meters long. That is, that's gotta be an error, right? Like <laughs> Ryhorn uh, <laughs> he, does, he doesn't look that long. He looks like max two. Ryhorn, according to the Pokedex, is three foot three, and that's right. tall. So right. it's one meter tall, which is which is what Tracy noted. It's one meter in height. Right. And so, yeah, an eight meter long Rhyhorn would be very stretched out. Yeah, but like A squared plus B squared equals C squared. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a Bulbapedia calls Tracy out too. It's like, observing the pink Rhyhorn, Tracy mentions it is eight meters long. That is impossible since the Rhyhorn <laughs> would be just over 24 feet in length. And it is clearly nowhere near this size. Ridiculous. <laughs> That's what they wrote. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a bold claim That's for something that's so obviously wrong. And, and also for like, isn't this Tracy's like whole thing? Like mm -hmm. measuring Pokemon? <laughs> and the horn apparently is 20 centimeters. I didn't know if that was off or not. I don't. I don't know. I I thought it was like, yeah, maybe. I'll tell I'm like just it. hung yeah. up on the eight meters. <laughs> this ridiculous. fucking Godzilla of a <laughs> <laughs> And so Miss, Missy's like, wow, Tracy's really good at with the Pokemon. And Ash is like, so am I. And so he <laughs> runs up to the Rhyhorn. He's like, hey, how you doing? I think he's absolutely no fucking are, subtly. Hey, buddy. <laughs> oh, Ash. You, oh, my God. I know. His bullheadedness will never uh, cease to amaze me. Yeah, don't fuck with a Rhyhorn while it's eating. Don't fuck or with a Rhyhorn. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, Rhyhorn charges him and Tracy with the takedown as they're running towards Misty. And they're going to die. They're going to fall off this cliff, clearly. When Togepi starts wagging her fingers, what Ooh. happens? Suddenly they teleport away from the cliff and Rhyhorn falls off. With one of those fun little eye pop animations. I like that. That was cute. Yeah, this is straight up the Looney Tunes eye pop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so... Uh, they question, like, who could, who could have done this? Yeah, and they're who like, well, this is one this? of our Pokemon. And Misty's like, can't be Togepi. And we're like, well, mm -hmm. you can't be correct, Misty. <laughs> Ash also can't figure out how Tracy could get so close to the Pokemon. And so Tracy explains some very basic shit to him. <laughs> we're downwind, so he can't smell me, and I match his breathing. Ash, you ran at it full force <laughs> and tried to have a conversation with it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Tracy's, like, got this very subtle act going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. So they look over the cliff, and Rhyhorn is there stuck on a branch about halfway yeah, down. pretty distressed. This is a bad situation. When suddenly Jenny... This is a real Jenny episode. She rolls up mm -hmm. in this sick-ass Jeep, and she's like, Hey, motherfuckers, I'm a cop, and this island's <laughs> off limits. This is a protective Pokemon reserve, and I'm gonna 
fucking shoot you. But then she's chill. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> she's like, you got to help. And this Jenny's also in light blue. So I guess that's just an Orange Islands Jenny thing. Yeah, the, the official Orange Islands Police Department does have a slightly lighter blue Jenny yeah. outfit. And so uh, they have Misty lower uh, Tracy and Ash down to the Rhyhorn, tie it up, and then use the Jeep to pull it back they, up. They have this like logical discussion where they're talking about like maybe they could like throw a Pokeball down and capture it. Mm-hmm. But Jenny's like, but it's not hurt. It's just it's just on a branch. <laughs> yeah. But like it's tough. But it just will go in the ball, at least. Yeah, I know. But I guess it would come out of the ball, probably, and then fall even farther to its death. Yeah, Yeah. good thinking. And so uh, out in the ocean, Jigglypuff's floating along on a coconut. It's pretty cute. And then suddenly we see, oh, that's not coconut. It's the top of the the periscope from Team Rocket's Magikarp sub. Yeah, so Jigglypuff is is with her her best friend. Yep. Team Rocket. And they want to get this pink rye horn. They've seen yeah, it. They, they spot want it. the gang. They spot the pink rye horn. Uh, and okay, so actually, Jesse is the one using the periscope, so she kind of sees what's going on. And James is like, "Pink rye horn? Is it a shocking pink or more of a pale pastel pink?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, James. He's, he's only playing. James. Yeah. And so they get caught in a whirlpool. whirlpool. Yeah, poor Jigglypuff on top just starts spinning. <laughs> yeah. Meowth says, I'm getting under seasick. Brilliant. Brilliant. Everyone. No one I've never heard that joke before. No, never. Why? And so that seems like an obvious joke, but I've never been on a submarine, so <laughs> back atop the cliff, they saved the Rhyhorn, they pulled up. Ash asks why the uh why the Rhyhorn didn't attack Jenny. And she explains, you know, this one knows me. It's a... Uh, only gonna get aggressive with, with strangers. This this Rhyhorn's actually pretty shy, and so Ash, you know, honing its honing <laughs> his, uh, you know, you and me calls it a shy horn. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Good I one. was like, Good one, Ash. I was like, that does I was, okay. On one hand, yes, that's a groaner, but God, was that a joke I would make? <laughs> so I don't know how to. Feel. It would be. And so Pikachu's eating a berry, and uh, we see his cheeks and his tail have turned pink. Hmm. Oh, God. This is where we learned the pink and berries make Pokemon pink. And Jenny does let us know that it's temporary because Ash is, like, freaking out. He's like, no way will my Pikachu be fucking pink. It's a boy's Pikachu. And I'm a misogynist. <laughs> I like traditional gender roles. Uh, and then he makes another Graham joke. He says, you'd be a Pinkachu. Ha, 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 ha. Good one, Ash. Thank you. Yeah. The Team Rocket have washed ashore. Yeah, Whirlpool throws them up on the island, and James goes, don't mention throwing up. Jigglypuff shows herself to them. Uh, Team Rocket get excited from the pink Rhyhorn. They're like, oh my god, it's a pink Jigglypuff. Holy <laughs> shit. That was so, so good. It's a pink. It's pink, too. And then they're like, oh, oh boy. Wait. Jigglypuff always, always pink. pink. <laughs> <laughs> but then it, start, it, go, it goes to sing, and they freak out. They run they away. Run. Yeah. They're running through the forest, and we see all kinds of pink Tons Pokemon. Of pink they're all over the place. Just neat. And so Jesse dreams of opening up a pink theme park with pink Pokemon. <laughs> it's like Vegas style shows with like pink Pokemon all in outfits singing, come to pinky land, never stinky <laughs> land. <laughs> okay. And the headliner Pokemon of this, this show are Arbok and Weezing, who are pink and mm-hmm. in horrible makeup and, and outfits. <laughs> yeah, very good. They look great. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and a classic, you know, Team Rocket. Jesse's in the suit. James is in the dress. Oh, which was great. We love yeah, it. Yeah. We love it. 
It's like Jesse's like sick, um, uh, like Napoleon suit that she pulls out sometimes. I really, I love that thing. She looks so good in it. And so, uh, James sends out Victor Bell. Eats James, of course. Typically, mm-hmm. we. Uh, yeah, this we is back now. to to real life, not not Pinky and, Land, Stinky Land anymore. And then, and then Jesse has a brilliant idea. She says, "We need a Pokemon that can lick them all." Why? Yeah. Why? What is <laughs> why is licking them is licking important here? So she goes then, for Lickitung. And then they repeat the Jigglypuff joke. James goes, yeah. it's a pink Lickitung. <laughs> and so they're they're pushing Lickitung along to chase these couple of Nidoran. Because Lickitung can't run fast enough, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, I had of... a moment there. What color is Nidoran normally? Nidoran male is pink. Nidoran female is like a, a lavender right. kind of color. But this... This could be a male one, right? These were this was a male and a female. Oh, okay, okay. Yep. So one of them was color altered, but one of them was just color appropriate. <laughs> yeah, or, or more maybe contrast. a slightly different hue of pink. More saturation. Yeah. Ah, okay, gotcha. I I, I just love Licky Tongue running around in this episode because he has his arms up mm. and his his tongue out, and he's yeah. just running around like thang, 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 thang. I just love it. I love Licky Tongue. It's good. It's good. I like so Licky Tongue too. Fun he's Pokemon. so funny. And so uh, they push him to this cave. He comes, he goes running in the cave, and then there's beep, and then Lickitung comes running out of the cave, terrified. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a large pink Nidoking in said cave, and he gives chase to Team Rocket. And so right. at the police station, yeah. we learn Pinkin Island is a Pokemon refuge. No visitors allowed, mm-hmm. because they don't want poachers on the island. Jenny is like, you know, I also couldn't have saved the Rhyhorn without you three. But Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. The Rhyhorn wouldn't have been in that position without those three either. That's true, but right, she actually doesn't quite know that because uh, it didn't really call. Oh, that's out. true. But yeah. when they roll up, she's like, "What happened?" And Ash just goes, "It fell." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, Ash. But uh, tell the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> and so they they call Oak. Ash is like, "Hey." We found an island with all these pink Pokemon. It's cool. And Oak's like, yeah. Yeah, I know about Pink and Island. Yeah, we you know. Think, Old news. By the way, you are think you, you arrested? You something there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has Jenny locked you up? I'm surprised Jenny hasn't arrested you yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, Yeah, this island is kind of kept a secret to protect the Pokemon from these po- poachers. And then Muck tries to make out with Oak, which ends right, the call. Right. So, yeah, yeah I, I guess we're kind of like led to believe that the researchers are kind of aware of it, but it's like an emerging sort of research area, right? Because Oak also says they know about it, but not a lot at this point. So it sounds like this Jenny and like a gang of researchers are there to sort of protect, but also study the Pokemon. Yeah, and it's a protected area. We don't really know what like agency or governing body protects it. Uh, the Orange Island Collective. But it's interesting how they're able to control information too. If to most mm-hmm. people, it's like a myth. Hmm, wonder how that works. Yeah. And so, uh, alarms sound. There's visitors on this island that aren't supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. And the gang, the gang offered to help. And they're like, you know, we we fucked up. We shouldn't have been here. Let's uh, let let us give you a hand. This and Jenny allows this. Yeah, Jenny's like, well, you're the good kind of trespassers. So let's go fight <laughs> the bad kind of trespassers. And Team Rocket are still being chased by this Nido King. Mm-hmm. Weezing smoke screens it. Arbok wraps it. Lick a tongue. Slaps it around with its <laughs> tongue a little bit licks and licks it. King. Nidoking's down and out, knocked out. Yeah, they win. Yeah, amazing. Easy. And then uh, Jenny Jenny pulls up, says, "Who do you think you are coming here and causing trouble?" <laughs> oh, and shit. of course, that makes 
the shimmers come back. Someone say trouble. <laughs> oh, so addicted. Oh, and so they do their motto, but this time they're in a Gengar and Tauros costume, like pink, pink Gengar, pink Gengar and, and Tauros costumes, like Why? kind of like comfy looking onesies almost. <laughs> like. <laughs> but other Why? than that, it's the normal chant. They're just in those weird costumes. And so uh, Pikachu thundershocks them. Yeah, and this is quite quite par for the course. Neo King wakes up the, this visits because electricity heals you if you're knocked out. Yes, right. Yes. Exactly. Neo King wakes up, throws the Pokemon mm-hmm. back at Team Rocket from Rocket's them. Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. And then Tail whacks them, sending them blasting <laughs> off again. Mm-hmm. But Neo King's still mad. He's gonna give chase to Jenny and the gang in the jeep. Yeah. So they jump in the jeep. They're ripping away. And uh, Miss, okay, so while the, while the Jeep's driving away, Misty's going to use Star You, probably like and shoot she's the try King s- down. She's going to uh, use Star Me, but she doesn't oh, have Star Me. Oh, that's what she says? Yeah. Ah, okay, but you know, it would have to be Star You. Uh, but actually, what it has to be is our boy Jigglypuff. I mean, Psyduck. Jigglypuff, oh my god. <laughs> our boy Psyduck, who comes out of uh, his Pokeball, you know, on his own all the time. And he's like running beside the Jeep, just freaking <laughs> out. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Psyduck can run as fast as a Jeep. That's impressive. Oh, yeah, when he's scared. I mean, Psyduck's an MVP. He he can do all kinds of things. When Most when valuable Psyduck. The, exactly. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> Where's the spinoff where Psyduck learns to play <laughs> hockey? The Mighty Psyducks? There, there was this crappy movie back in the day called MVP Most Valuable Primate, where the where the monkey played <laughs> hockey. I forgot about that. I think we had that on VHS. I think you might have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm vividly remembering that box art now. I'm, yeah. I'm googling that to make sure it's matching my my uh, my memory. Oh my god, it's exactly how I remember it. The things they did, animals. It looks so bad. It's wild. It looks so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, it's that and the whole Airbud extended universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's like seven of those movies or something. Crazy. Anyway, so Neil King's still chasing them. Uh, Side doesn't do anything. So. Tracy's going to try Meryl. Meryl gets scared as well. Doesn't do anything. So now it's Pikachu's turn. Yeah, he tries a Thundershock. Thundershock. That doesn't do anything. That doesn't healed do anything. the Nidoking King before. Oh my god. I was like, I was like, oh my god. Hot damn. They did it finally. A ground type is immune to an electric type attack. I'm not even sure that's what they explain. Though, no, no, it? no. Because Jenny then poo-poo's it right. and says... <laughs> Uh, it's too angry to be hit by an electric move. What the <laughs> yeah. fuck? It's You're on ruining. a rampage. Electric attacks won't work. Ruining my day. Wait, you didn't know that? Anger resisted Apparently electricity. Not. <laughs> Next time you're in a thunderstorm, just get really fucking mad. <laughs> if you're really yeah. angry, you can stick a fork in the socket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Don't stick forks in the sockets, kids. So uh, Needle King goes to launch a hyper beam, but Togepi starts waggling her fingers again. Oh, and they're trapped against the cliff, much like they were against the, with the Rhyhorde. And suddenly, boom, just like a shield or something. Mm. Togepi lands like a protect. And then this is the second time, <laughs> again, call back to the Rhyhorde, where we get the eyes popping out animation, like Needle King's eyes pop out. He's like, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> yeah, no real explanation as to what this move actually is. The barrier? Um, isn't it barrier? It might have been barrier. Yeah, I don't know. Barrier is typically supposed to just raise defense, but I guess in the Mister Mime episode, it did a yeah, lot more than that. Yeah, it was a wall. Yeah, yeah, probably that because a uh, protect doesn't exist till Gen two, but mm. but also we're starting oh, to see shades also, of stuff in yeah, Gen two. Yeah, Togepi so. is a Gen two Pokemon. Yeah, so I'm gonna st- I'm gonna not be so 
rigid on the. <laughs> this is a, this is a Gen two thing. You're not rigid. <laughs> um, not as rigid. I'm gonna point them out, but it's not gonna be as egregious anymore. Okay. Good. Because we are we are nearing Johto and like they were they're showing us Johto things. It, you almost need to like have different. You need to have like uh, types of errors that you talk about. They yeah. should be like soft <laughs> errors and hard errors or something like that. <laughs> so Jenny t- tells the gang to get out, get out of the get out of the jeep. Tells them to run away. And yeah, Jenny, this is where Jenny kicks ass. It's <laughs> sweet. She pulls around, starts driving in circles, throws a rope over the the Nino King and then driving in circles ties up Nino King makes him real dizzy and he passes out. And she's like this is just like the Nino King rodeo back home. I can tie up a Nino King gooch to head in 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so back on the boat, she's taking the gang far far away. They won't mm. tell anybody about the Pokémon on Pinkin Island to protect them. Uh Misty Misty starts thinking, you know, Togepi might be the one that helped them because who else could it have been? And Ash is like, Togepi? Nah. Nah. Nah, 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 nah. Ash is totally the type of person who is, like, more comfortable with, like, totally unexplained nonsense (laughs) going on (laughs) than, like, anything that slightly challenges his worldview. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so Ash peeks in Tracy's notebook, and uh, he's drawn a picture of Jenny roping the Needle King. Can't always be watching the Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're getting like pervy Tracy moments to replace <laughs> the pervy Brock ones. They're not like they're different though. <laughs> they're mm-hmm. not as like Brock like flying on a cloud, you know? Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's like, seem, hey, they do seem to be like cool. we can't go an episode without a perv joke. <laughs> <laughs> How could we ever do that? And then Togepi does a little dance, or Misty's trying to get Togepi to waggle her fingers again, and then Togepi. Does a little dance because Togepi doesn't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And that's the episode. All right. So literary hour. So the, the trope that I kind of uh, fixated on is this idea of like an island that's sort of like surrounded by, well, whirlpools in this case, but like some sort of like storm sort of situation that like keeps it like perpetually hidden. So a very classic example of this would be Shakespeare's The Tempest. Where, um, although it's, I think it's done by like, it's like a sorcerer or something. I'm trying to remember. It's like Prospero and he's got that like, uh, I think it's Ariel, the fairy or something that like lives with him. And and he like conjures up the storms or something like that. And then the ship lands and they're like, how do we get here? This is like an unexplored island, blah, blah, blah. But that, that trope of like the storms around the island would definitely be older than Shakespeare, right? Because they, mm-hmm. they would come from sort of like seafaring kind of uh, tales. And of course, it's like a good setting for an adventure, right? So perpetual yeah. storm, crash on an island. Now you've got an adventure. There was this series that I read a bit of as a kid called Dinotopia, which are like tales of this like lost continent where dinosaurs and humans live in like peace. They're like society functions around dinosaurs and humans, but it's like shut off to the rest of the world because it's surrounded by like a perpetual storm uh, <laughs> until one day, like a protagonist is like shipwrecked there, blah, 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 you know, discovered. And then oh, Jurassic yeah, Park happens. Dinosaurs here. <laughs> well, it's like peaceful Jurassic Park. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no, saying that the, the person that, sh- that crash lands is um the guy who founds Jurassic Park. Oh, he's he the, ruins it because he's a greedy capitalist. He's that like old professor dude. Yeah. Who, who then like takes them back. And it wasn't it wasn't just cloning technology, but it's yeah. actually dinosaurs. Real dinosaurs. <laughs> That'd be so good. It's the prequel. Oh, don't let uh whoever owns a Jurassic Park know. Universal? <laughs> I don't know. I don't they're, know. They're, they're gonna crank out even more of those those craps. 
All right. Man, that series went down. I actually liked <laughs> Jurassic World. I thought it was fun. But then Forgotten Kingdom or whatever it's called, Forbidden Kingdom, The Lost Kingdom. I don't remember what it's called. Mm-hmm. That movie sucked butt. Yeah, I like Jurassic World. I haven't seen any of the, the new ah, ones. The, the one after that was really boring. Like, it, it's weird because they introduce all these weird plots with, like, a human clone. And it's like, it's the same thing in the mistake they make with, like, Godzilla movies. Where they fixated on the humans and, like, add in new plots. All we want to see is Godzilla, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you go to Jurassic World, all we want to mm-hmm. see is, like, cool dinosaur nonsense. Yeah. We don't care about the other shit. Alright. Shall we rate this thing? Yeah, let's rate this. So then so I can go can to bed. Go to your coffee. Again. Uh, all right. Category number one will be Psyduck? Well, he runs really we fast. Get a, we get a good Psyduck, yeah. We get a I like good Psyduck. running Psyduck. My uh, feelings about Psyduck are pretty high right now. So. Oh, they're always... That's you what relate the category to Psyduck because you're sick? Like, do you have, like, a headache? I don't have a headache, but I am but you just, got like, brain foggy. Of, yeah. yeah. The yeah. essence so of Psyduck. My, my feeling about Psyduck is, is really high right now. That's, like, nine... Oh my god! Okay, sick. I just, I just really, I'm really feeling the Psyduck. For me, it's only a six because, like, give me more. Shoot that Psyduck (laughs) right into my veins. That's seven point five. Psyduck for president. And then category number two will be the sweet sentences. Oh, I didn't get a proper sweet sentence this time. Okay, hold up. I'm gonna pick up my notes. Yeah, I don't remember any like super memorable ones. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't highlight like a contender for that like sometimes i get ahead of that like when oak says are you arrested but that's not (laughs) that's not a sweet uh okay sorry we need a pokemon that can lick them all yeah yeah a pink lick a tongue a pink jigglypuff those are funny it's on a rampage electric attacks won't work that's funny but pretty weak this is weak i'm i'm not finding fuck all about shit all here um Eight meters long. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. So too. Uh, I'm getting under seasick. Okay, yeah. you know what the best sentence is? I found it. The best sentence in this whole episode is James saying, "Is it a shocking pink or more of a pale?" Oh, pastel that was pink? a good one. That's oh. the best sentence in the episode. Okay, three. Yeah, three. <laughs> Same. It's not better than that, unfortunately. Yeah. When that's the high point, that was a good sentence. Yeah. So, uh, th- uh, three, seven, five, five, ten point five, five point two five. For in the pink. And that'll be it for today. Five point five for in the pink and a number two for in the stink. Hey, oh, uh, yeah, gross. <laughs> I made that joke kind of already. Yeah. <laughs> we can't not leave with some potty humor. We could probably do We that, could. But, we could. But also, That's not like, a law of the universe. But also, who cares? Well, it's our podcast. an actual law of the universe, though, is uh, Monday, Monday, Mondays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can find us on the Hydra Leech YouTube channel. Leave comments there if you want. You can also email us at 2 at dailybird at gmail.com. Intro and outro music is Lady Synthwave by Alexi Action. You can also find us in audio format wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. Please, uh, you know, give us a review. Helps the channel. Share with your friends. We're also on Twitter, 2 Dailybird. Is the handle I try to make a joke every day? They are bad. Anything you want to know what we're coming? doing next week? Yeah, what are we doing next week? Well, next week we have a triple coming up. Triple, triple, triple. It's not uh, specifically any like running arc. It's mainly just to set up things in the future. So it's kind of it's just three fillers. We love it. It's uh episode ninety one shell shock, episode ninety two stage fight, 
and episode 93, Bye Bye Psyduck. Oh, I can't handle that last one. <laughs> no. We're saying goodbye to my boy next week. Uh, maybe. My we'll sweet baby out. boy. What we'll the My running find out. duck of a vision. Oh, my God. But fun fact, Stage Fight, our second episode next week, is, uh, I believe, no longer in rotation. Oh, sweet. For boring reasons. It's it's Jinx. Ah. So. Been there, done that. Don't get your hopes up. It's no seizure episode, guns, pew pew. Nothing exciting <laughs> like that. Pikachu doesn't have huge naturals <laughs> like James and the giant beach. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's not even what the that's that's what our episode is called. Oh yeah, that is what our episode <laughs> that is what the actual episode is. Beauty is in the beach. Beauty in the beach. Yeah. <laughs> All right, wow, well, that's next week. has really <laughs> ruined my brain. <laughs> <laughs> You're so self self-centered when it comes to the the episode titles. How could you? We do true art. We do, we do. This we is are high artists. art. High art. <laughs> Mozart, Michelangelo, Graham and <laughs> Kellen. <laughs> the pinnacle. The Mount Rushmore of Renaissance artists. <laughs> We're on there as one, like, strange, fused <laughs> face. We're like a pebble. Yeah. Hanging no. by a string. Yeah. <laughs>